Hey everybody, welcome back to BK's Bullets Video Game Edition, here with my trusty cohort, Jim Afanis. Jim, how are you doing today? This is prestigious episode number 400, I believe. I don't know what number it is, but it's been a while. So. Oh, I mean episode four. <laughs> so since the last time we recorded, the a lot's happened. next generation games have come out, yep. the uh, you know things have happened, and... Xbox has reversed on policies and then reversed again and reversed again. And Brent still that they likes should have it. called it this Xbox 720. And Brent still likes it. Speaking of Xbox, oh, mine's reacting. <laughs> Buy Xbox. Oh, wow. <laughs> Purchase. <laughs> Purchase. More. Uh, what was that game we were playing? I don't know. All right. So anyways, since we've last talked, PlayStation 4 came out. Yes, it did. And it's amazing. You got to play it firsthand. I did get to play it a little bit. And what, what did you think? What were your I, thoughts? I thought it was good. Uh, I liked the uh, Resogun game you had. I liked uh, Assassin's Creed. <laughs> this thing's going crazy. Brent's and, Xbox uh, is going nuts. My Xbox going nuts. We should probably turn that off. Eric, can you turn the TV off? I think it's funny with that on. Yeah, it's pretty funny. It's Eric, a third member. Just punch, punch the Xbox button and turn it off. It's a third member of the uh, podcast. Of the podcast, the, yeah, the, right. The, the so, yeah, I played with the uh, PlayStation 4, and I played that free uh, shooter demo that you had, or shooter game, I guess it is. Blacklight Retribution. Yes, that was pretty neat. Yes. Uh, I did really like the uh, PlayStation 4 controller. I did like the t- feel of the touchpad and uh, a couple other things. Um, still don't know if the uh, same axis uh, joysticks is good for shooters for me, but... It was definitely uh, worth checking out, and I, I enjoyed it. How are you enjoying it, sir? I love it, and I think the best thing about it is PlayStation Plus. And although that game we just played was a lot of fun on Xbox Live, wait, is it closer? The game we played on Xbox Live was a lot of fun. PlayStation Plus is amazing. The console itself, I like. The big drawback, I think I was telling you, is it does not have YouTube app, which is, bl- blows my mind. Yeah. And even worse, the browser that comes built in with it doesn't have Flash. I don't think this has Flash. Well, the problem is, is if you try to like, you know, go to Hobo YouTube, like open up your crappy browser and go to YouTube. Oh right, it can't work. It there doesn't either. work there, so you're like not getting it. Now they are partnered with Twitch, so you're like, oh okay, well then they'd have a cool Twitch app, but nobody's on Twitch. Like nobody's uploading cool videos. There's a lot of like the simulcast kind of. But they don't have a content YouTube ads. No one's like, let's go and let's go watch a movie. Right. You know, let's go look at stuff on Twitch. No, right. it's on YouTube. So that's a bummer. The load times are amazingly quick. Um, the ability to trim your footage works really, really well. Uh, the one drawback is you don't get your achievements blinking. So like, if I showed Brent this really cool thing I did yesterday, he's gonna. It's, there's no like signal that it happened for the first time other than me going, there it is. <laughs> So that's kind of lame. Um, and I don't have the camera. I was thinking about it, but only for commentary on videos. But right now you can only upload to Facebook. So unless I made like a fake Facebook account, my Facebook's normally private for all like eight of my friends. So really no one's seeing my hard work anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and I would think me. if and I would think if you're going to get professional anyway, you probably wouldn't be doing it through like the PlayStation camera. No. You'd probably be getting like high-end computer software. No. Yeah. And like editing and that sort of thing. So, um, the, uh, gotta the, get to Angry Joe's level. Angry Joe level. That's right. Shout out to Angry Joe. That's right. Because I know he listens. He was, he called me yesterday. He was like, where's the new video? And I told him he had to wait. And then he, <laughs> he backed off. He folded like Major Nelson. Let's make Hey, go Nelson. make a uh, 20 minute long video review on a 10 minute game. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. I played solitaire, and this game was sucky. I saw that. I saw that. So, my the question though is for Brent: is are you are you converted? Are you did you? Agree? I have not touched the Xbox One yet. Okay, so and neither has anybody else that I know no, because no they has. are not available to touch or play in stores, which I this find really weird. This is true, but okay. So here's the question: so. PlayStation Plus, we agree, is way better than Xbox. When, Gold. when Halo 5 comes out, are we going to be able to touch the Xbox One controller in a Best Buy? I hope so. Are we still going to watch demos of FIFA 14? <laughs> come on. Come on. The guy kicks you the soccer ball. <laughs> no, but so, I mean, I think to me, I, I mean, I know they're both independent hardware. I've said zillions of times before on my blog and on here that 
Xbox has a superior like online component. I really believe that. Like their party system's better, their store is infinitely better. The way you navigate, the way they have all the apps they have, all the support. Look at Brent. Glowing. Glowing over yes, here. Yes, it's so yes, bright. Yes, I'm just agreeing with you. Keep I going. I can't see. I Keep can't going. see. Keep but, but I think they went too overboard on this new system. So they're too service-based, in my opinion. It takes away from some of the game performance. That said, I really it's funny to say in the next sentence that I like PlayStation better because I like PlayStation Plus. Because I like their their service, like the, what they the free games that they give you every well, month. They, okay, so PlayStation Plus just started. It's been going on for years. No, it's been it's been like this for years. It has. So why am I only hearing about it now? Because I just got it. Because <laughs> I because I they gave you a thirty day trial to get you hooked, and I got hooked. So right now they don't really have a lot for four. Uh, most of the stuff's for three, but I got um, Borderlands two last uh-huh. month, which is. Of like a forty dollar game, uh-huh. Bioshock Infinite, which was game of the year on many many blogs, released in March. March, I'm getting that for free. The new Devil May Cry DMC came out uh, earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Getting that for free next month. Getting some PlayStation Four. I'm getting a new uh, game. Um, it's called Don't Starve. It's like an it's like an, another indie game. All their PlayStation, all their four um, PlayStation Plus games are indie games right now, but. I think Knack will probably be on the list in the next three or four months Mm -hmm. because that didn't sell so well. Mm -hmm. So you have to have PlayStation Plus to get online, though. That's the only thing. Just like Xbox now. Just like Xbox. But but for those who don't have PlayStation Plus, there's no paywall. So, like, you can't go on a lot of your apps on Xbox without being a gold member. On PlayStation, that's that's not true. You can do whatever you want. Not Mm -hmm. that there's a lot of apps to see. Right. I think they have Hulu. I don't. I don't use it. But. There's a ton of Xbox apps. So, that. but you have to pay for it. But again, that goes to their service. I, I think this, the whole Xbox Live is is really good. I mean, I do like it. It's well, a really mean, good value. So, so here's, you just got all these, or they announced that they're giving away all these AAA titles. Yeah. For free. Yeah. Starting recently, whereas Xbox Live Gold may not have, you know, the free games with gold hasn't been around forever. True. But it started. I don't know what in the summer, July, I think um, it was. Or it started right after June, their E three reveal. Right after E so three. No, it was their their pre reveal was in like in March or May. Then so, but three in June. What so I'm trying like to say though is nobody was really talking about PlayStation Plus until they started giving away these AAA titles. Whereas Xbox was giving away AAA titles, just they were a little bit older. I don't Fable know three, which I liked and you hated. Um, you know, they gave away Rainbow Six Vegas, which I'm having difficulty with because it's different t- kind of shooter. Um, and also some arcade games. We just played Shoot Many Robots for like That's an hour. That's a lot of fun. That was fun. That was actually uh, a lot. I really enjoyed Iron that. Brigade. I, I got uh, some sort of a Clash Brigade. of Might and Magic, Clash of Heroes. Oh, the card game? RPG card game, I think. I haven't played that yet. They had that for DS, which was really good. Uh, Eric, my DS. brother, likes it for DS. Thank they you, Eric. for DS. And, um, but I have it on a big screen. I don't know. But uh, so maybe I'm, may, I'm trying to say, though, is maybe PlayStation... Is doing this one-up game, where and you know Gears of War, Halo Three, given away for free with free with gold, and now PlayStation Plus is going. Whoa, well they're giving away AAA titles. We should throw in AAA titles, and you know what? Let's throw in recent AAA titles instead of the years and years old one like Xbox is doing. So as we always do, we take we take uh, hours and hours of copious notes, (laughs) and we don't scramble on our phone while we're talking about something. But according to Wikipedia. PlayStation Plus came out on my birthday, June 29th of the year 2010. Okay. I don't see a list of previous games. Um, they've always had that instant game collection. I've heard of it before, but prior to the Xbox One reveal, I was the biggest Xbox fanboy in the world. So I know you were. Even though I had a PlayStation, we, we've I didn't talked like, about it ad nauseum on this podcast. Even though I didn't play it. So it was out there. I just wasn't, I didn't care. I okay. heard people talk about it and whatever. Okay. But you might but now be they're right. really making noise you w- might because be right. of what they're giving away. But the really cool thing about it is it does it's one subscription for all your consoles and all everything. So you don't and That's like, the way gold is apparently on the Xbox One. So, yeah, so it's just it's a, so if you have a Vita, if you have a 3, a 4, whatever, you're getting stuff. Um, I would suspect that based on the success of this, I would I would agree. I think gold's going to start stepping it up. Cuz so far we got like Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed 2, Fable Halo. 3, like old games. Halo 3 um, you know, I liked Fable. It was good. I had a good time with it. 
Uh, Rainbow Six Vegas was the last one that came out. Or no, and Gears of War 1. Oh, yeah, there you go. So, yeah, I mean, all, a lot of them I've play, played already. I've played already Assassin's Creed 2. I think you could go to GameStop Gears. and get Gears of War 1 for free. Almost. Yeah, they gave away with <laughs> good judgment, which was They didn't know what else to do crap. with it. Soon they're going to start mailing you CDs, of, like old games. because <laughs> With 10 hours of internet service. <laughs> they're old recycled AOL CDs with a code on um, yeah, you know, the weird thing is, going back to Xbox, is I, again, I haven't gotten to see it or play it. I don't know anything about it. They did have, and we were just lucky because we were a select city because of the Microsoft store in Orlando. They did, they were doing like a roaming tour of consoles. But I went to the Microsoft store about a month ago in Orlando and in Tampa, and neither of them, they had it, but just like the Best Buy display. It was behind glass. Behind glass. And I don't know why. Well, I don't know what they're maybe, hiding. Maybe that's their new slogan. Xbox smart glass. Behind <laughs> glass. <laughs> I don't know. So uh, one of the things I thought was interesting was yeah. uh, you came over and brought over your PS4 a couple weeks ago. I did. And we played Assassin's Creed a little bit. Watched you know Jim play it or me play it, vice versa. So then for Christmas, I got Assassin's Creed 4 for the 360. You did. And I, I think it looks great on the 360. It does. If anybody is waiting to get a next-generation console, I would say just go ahead and pick it up for the current gen because I would say that I would argue that it looks just as good on the current gen as it does on the next gen um, with some few small minor differences. Jim came over. Go ahead and verify my opinion for I me. I verify Brent's opinion <laughs> for Brent. Um, I thought everything. I thought when I played it on PlayStation Four, I thought they did something different to the water because I thought the water was like really, really good looking. And um, it turns out that it looks identical on the, the existing consoles. The only thing I noticed, and this is like just nitpicking, is I noticed the shadows are a little off. But so what? Like you don't really notice right. when you're, you know when you're sailing. You know, eighty percent of the time of the game when you're always sailing and you see those ugly shadows on the sail. sail who cares? No, I'm just kidding. But no, seriously, it looked really good. And the, I mean, Brent said there were some loading times. I didn't see anything that looked out of the ordinary. Everything combat looked the same. The graphics looked the same. I know there's some rain effects that I think look better on the four, but so what? Um, but yeah, there's a lot of these transition titles that really didn't seem to take advantage of the new stuff. So I knew I was going to get a four anyway. And people are like, well, if you're getting a four, you know. For what? It's kind of like, why did you get it? If, yeah, there's if Assassin's really, Creed looks this good on 360. There's really nothing. There's really no reason to get a four, unlike the Xbox One. I could argue that you know, four to five coming out totally. That, that, that's like the next step in racing. Yes, um, but yeah, PlayStation didn't have an answer for that as far as launch titles you had to have. For me, and I, I think I've said this before, or at least I've written it before, until Second Son comes out in February, that's going to be the first. See, next gen launch I, title i think it's really indicative even though whoever is winning the sales race and a lot of people say that it's ps4 worldwide and xbox one in the u.s they're both wildly who successful, knows yeah. but i think it's really um curious i guess that uh you know we have the launch titles and that's all that we have for both those systems yeah and then uh you know the playstation only had like two exclusive launch party titles and you know, uh, what was the other one? Drive, Drive Avatar, not Drive Avatar. Um, Auto Club, which has been delayed. Delayed. Yeah. Um, Watch Dogs, which is supposed to be a launch title on both systems, was delayed. delayed. So there's a lot of delayed games, and I think it's hurting the PS4. I think they're counting on these two big games that were, you know, going to be on both titles. But I think right. they were kind of counting on people to, you know, those to help propel their launch. Well, Ubisoft definitely partners with PlayStation. I mean, I know the play, I know Assassin's Creed 4 has additional levels, and Watch Dogs was also going to have additional content. So maybe you're right. Maybe they are stepping up PlayStation Plus because they know they have to. Well, right it doesn't now. do you any good if you have, if you jump ship from Xbox and got a PS4, then and then PlayStation there. Plus, and you're like, Borderlands on PS3, and you don't have it, you know? All the more um, reason to go out and start start somewhere. <laughs> but I have seen a lot of them. Like people are saying, like like I ordered mine on Amazon the day it came out. I was on the watch list, and when they announced it, I immediately got it. I haven't seen there been like a shortage. Like everywhere I go, I see them. I see them online all the time. I see. I mean, the sales sell out quick, but they're restocking them really fast. That's good because that didn't happen last generation. No, last generation was um, it was a long time ago. But um, I remember waiting in line and getting the Xbox. 360 and um 
it, that was it for about five months. Five months. Four or five months. There was none in stores. PlayStation, I didn't get at launch. Yeah. The three, I didn't get at launch. I was, I waited about a year and a half, and I got one of the Uncharted bundles. So mm -hmm. I got a, um, but it was a while, and they had a zillion of them by then. But they had the same problem too. It was just overload of, um, you know, demand. But I guess they know the demand's a little better. I mean, they went global immediately, which usually. If you look at a lot of stuff, it's you know domestic first and then international later on. But uh, to do it all at once, that's pretty impressive. I'm I'm pretty surprised that you know the hardware issues have gotten. It seems like they've gotten a little bit better. That there's not as many hardware issues, or if they are, you know, they're re quickly replaced or easily fixable. Yeah. You know, there's not any red rings of death type issues happening with either systems this launch. I've seen, um, which is pleasant to hear that the hardware. You know, stability is, is getting better. I can tell that the 4 runs hot. It runs a lot hotter, and I hear the fan kicking on a lot more. Um, it's not like if you're playing a game, you don't notice it. And I've noticed for me, and I've read people online say different things, but if I have it vertically oriented, it actually runs hotter than if it's laying right, flat. Right, because you're probably covering one of those fan vents. Probably, yeah, I'm not sure. And um, I've, the only thing I've read about Xbox is that there's a couple, a couple of the drives are clicking or they're chewing up discs or whatever. Um, but short of that, um, yeah, I think they've been pretty well. And I, it's hard to tell. I mean, you can't verify stuff on the internet, and it's easy to go on and hate stuff. Yeah. So William people Usher. people could go on William Musher. People could go online and just write garbage and just William Musher. <laughs> un, un, unchecked facts, and nobody knows better. And it's that whole like you know mentality. Like once one person sees it, it's easy to just go on and mm -hmm. just shred and be like, this sucks, this sucks. So everybody's on there dumping on them, but. I don't think you could go wrong with either of them. I just, I still, um, I think right now, if, if you can only get one based solely on launch titles, totally Xbox, but it's going to be about a year. And, you know, now thinking about it, back to the 360, um, their launch titles weren't that great. Call of Duty 2. And call, I, I got, um, I remember I got Project Gotham Racing 3, which was fun. And then there's a bunch of clone shooters, and they were probably doing the transitional Call of Duty. So I'm sure they had something going on. Well, I remember that Call of Duty 2 looked really nice on 360 when it came out. If you were put it in now, it probably looked do, like do you think, shit. Do you think that... Yeah, see, that's the one thing. Do, do you think that the new consoles look better than um, no, the old ones? Like, if I, I put them so. side by side, you'd notice little yeah, things. Yeah, but, but look, looking at Assassin's Creed that's a big yeah. one week, and then playing it after I got it for Christmas the next week... There's no to me to my mind there is no difference. No difference. No difference. So, so let's let's look back on the last generation and uh, give me just five games off the top of your head that you thought were really standouts across the entire generation. So not if you had to pick favorites, but standouts, things in your mind that you know signify the the best of last generation across both systems. First one that comes to mind is a Super Mario Galaxy. The, the first one. Excuse me, three systems. See, I know. I know. I'm getting the title. Everybody's forgetting the Wii U. We'll talk about it probably next week, but I got a Wii U. We'll talk about it. Um, Super Mario Galaxy, only because the platforming in it was, there was not, there's still, to me, there's nothing like it. You could jump around, you're a planet? Mm -mm. You could jump around planets. It had, each planet had their own gravitational pull. It was little tiny moons. Each level was different. You could do some of these long jumps. You'd spin around something three or four times and, you know, set up jumps and everything it's it's hard to explain but it's that's i think that that's one of the biggest standouts for me by far um for consoles any real big standouts anything that makes me just blow my mind i'd say skyrim and fallout 3 gears 3 is not one of your standouts i mean you put a lot i'm saving the best for last but okay, okay spoilers <laughs> that was my finale i thought you know i wasn't trying to get everybody. you down i was just trying to get you oh no i'm just side. thinking i'm just thinking um Skyrim 3 and Bethesda, or Bethesda making Skyrim and uh, Fallout 3 were amazing. Super glitchy at launch, super buggy. I The Skyrim for PlayStation 3, it still gives me nightmares. And I, I still play it. And I've sunk about 350 hours into it now, and I've still put up with it. Fallout 3 was amazing. Open world, um, shoot, shoot em up kind of game. Um, that was really good. Gears, though, probably. If I had to pick one, people are like, oh, it's just a shooter, but... I really love Gears. And I think what made Gears so special for me was that was the first time I really had any friends online to play with. And they're all gone now. They're all gone or dead. <laughs> and some old people, young people. I probably didn't make it. Um, 
just the social aspect. You know, I, I remember I didn't get into the original Xbox. Um, I remember hearing about live and online gaming didn't do much for me. And yeah, I was, you know, I'm a computer gamer too. And, um, but again, that whole social system, you know, you play a computer game, you jump in a server, you play with 30 dudes you never met, you, right. you leave. But Xbox Live really, like, you know, grabbed it and said, you're going to be my friend. And every time you're on, I'll know. We can play together. We can talk together and experience stuff together. And I always thought that was dumb. I'm like, eh, whatever. But it wasn't until Gears 3. I don't know what. I just was randomly playing with a group of people, and it just it clicked. Started making really good friends and talking a lot. And that's, you know, played a lot, a lot. I sunk hundreds and hundreds of hours. I think... I'm two achievements away in that game from completion, which is the closest I've ever been on any game ever. <laughs> Probably never be able to surpass that again. But I would say if I just had to snap, those would be the ones. Mm -hmm. um, and then I guess, I mean, any of the Assassin's Creed games, really. Um, yeah. that, that's a standout franchise for me. I, I, think, I think it's amazing. Starting with 2 and then yeah. Brotherhood was probably the high point of that series when you were in Rome. Um, I think was good. I would I would count that as the high point of that series. We're playing through four right now. I'm really enjoying it. Um, but on last generation, you know, I think Brotherhood's a standout. Um, I think a lot of people would argue that two is, but Brotherhood brought in the assassin guys you can call down, and you know all the stuff that's kind of kind of in the the current that's generation true. of games, the assassin contracts and things like that. Two was good because one, one was so unique just in the climbing. Did you ever play the first one? Yeah, I played all of them. The, the first one was good because there's nothing like it, but it was very repetitive. So two added so much new stuff. Yeah. I think that's why people like it. But you're right. The, the, being the leader and actually expanding the Brotherhood out, that's, that is a kind of a staple of the series. I think it was. Um, standouts for me. I, I like the Call of Duty franchise. I definitely think the Modern Warfare series... I didn't play Black Ops, any of those, but the Modern Warfare series are always standouts whenever they came out. Um, just from shooting and storytelling, and the multiplayer was good. You remember the campaign of Modern Warfare? I remember the campaign. You remember? You named three characters from the campaign. Uh, Ghost. Uh, oh, that's that's cheap. <laughs> Ghost. The bad guys like Kiev or something. He's always it's a bad Russian guy with a K name, and then. Uh, the level where you're a terrorist and you're walking through the airport had to shoot the cops and the civilians out. It's a pretty standout moment. I mean, uh -huh. um, they had some standout moments in there. I think uh, I, I like that. You remember Soap and like Captain Price? Yeah. And there you go. You were naming characters. I know. I was asking you. I know. Yeah, I can remember. Uh, no, the reason I asked, I did like Call of Duty. I think Modern Warfare 3 for me was the, my favorite. There's some really, really good scenes. Do you remember the scene where you, there was a level where you had to take back the White House where they were going to nuke it? Yeah. That was and you fun. had to run and throw the green flares up on just the ceiling? Just starting in, in the EMP world, not having your yeah. sights or anything yeah. like that. That was fun. Um, yeah, that was so a good really game. enjoyed really enjoyed that series of games. I think the Batman games are a good hallmark of the, this last generation, Arkham City being the best so far. Um, I got uh, Arkham Origins, and I haven't played it, but I'm sure it'll be tough to beat Arkham City. For Arkham sure. City was good. Although the city felt kind of empty. I mean, I know it's it was kind of meant to, but it, I wish there was more to do. Yeah. I wish there was more unlockable stuff. I don't I know if they you. fixed that in this one or I not. I loved it. I went through and got every one of those Riddler trophies and got well, nothing for that, it. That's what the... To see the Amazing Spider-Man games, instead of having a bunch of guys to beat up, they always had side quests True. like GTA or events that were happening or save this balloon, like spider but the Spider-Man 2 game, or Ultimate Spider-Man, was like, save this balloon, get this cat out of the tree, stop these bank robbers. There were things just happening in the city that you could go and stop. Whereas the Batman game was so much focused on the combat, I think they wanted to keep that combat system and have you hunting for the Riddler trophies and the puzzles with the gadgets and things. But um, who knows with this next generation, if they you know dial up the, all this dialed-up power and space on these Blu-rays... Maybe we'll get the true Gotham City experience with civilians, you know, stop muggings in progress or chasing that people down cool. the streets through the crowds and things like that. Maybe we'll start to get that experience on this next generation, you know, because there's only so much they could do with that, with the, the consoles, I guess. Yeah, well, it'd be interesting, too, to see how much the social aspect gets integrated in because... Um, you know, that's really... Like, even on Assassin's Creed, do you, I don't know if you have any friends that are playing it or not, but um, I've, I made a couple of friends on PlayStation 4 already, and um, certain certain events are only triggered if your friends find them. 
So even though it's an it's even though it's a single player game, like it'd be if I spot like a the the royal fleet, it'll appear on my friend's map. Like it'll be and it's only for like ten hours. It'll send them a notification in game. I don't know if you could link it up to your email or not. But it'll send them a notification basically and let them know like, hey, there's like a special event that happened because your friend's playing. So obviously Batman's an independent game. You're not gonna have fifty Batman running around fighting. No. But it'll be interesting to see. And that's just an early time. You know, just like the original Xbox Glass games that came out, like, or the Smart Glass, like, they were dumb. It's like, oh, you can look at the map while you're playing a game. So what? I mean, but the idea is there, like, the hook's there, and now it's up to the developers to see if they can do anything cool with it. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, you know, that'll be interesting to see. Um, I, I would like... I would like games more like... Like, to me, Skyrim, and I, I you know, I go back to Skyrim... Skyrim shouldn't be for this generation. It shouldn't be the exception. It should be the norm. Like that game was so amazing. I mean, I'm still playing through 350 hours, and I'm still into it. But so many things you can do. So much content, choices you make, quests, items, like collectibles, like more more than you ever know to do with. Mm-hmm. And um, to get you know the full completion of games, you know, ten thousand, you know, thousand, fifteen hundred hours. Wow. Like, I'm interested to play uh, Grand Theft Auto Five. Oh, you got after hooked? after I'm kind of hooked on the on the Grand Theft Auto San Andreas on my iPad, I'm interested to get five uh, once I'm I'm done with that one, and these other games and jump into that. So, I think that'll be uh, very interesting. They got a big online aspect of it too. Where yeah, you can level up your guy and buy a house and get. Like, but you need to play through the uh, single player before you do that. I think. Yeah, because I think it picks up right where the story ends or something. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I you know I I I have a bad taste in my mouth from four. So I think if it came the next gen, I'd get it. They said they're not going to do it. Um, I'll probably get it on computer in a couple of years. It'll be on a Steam sale for like five or ten bucks, and I'll I'll get the hookup done. Um, only because of the modding community, because some of the mods people have been doing. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that I I was I would be I wish that consoles could get more into is even if they were controlled by Sony and Microsoft, more modding. I think that'd be really cool. Like some of the mods, like for Skyrim and Fallout, and just a lot of those computer games, you could just change the way your guy looks, change your weapons, everything, and it's really gives the. Well, you saw the Iron Man one, for, yeah, um, yeah, GTA. 4. Yeah, and that was just taking in. I mean, yeah, he made a new costume for the guy, but you could fly. He just removed the jetpack, so it looked like you were flying on your own. And the game has explosions. He was just triggering his own explosions, you know, like a car explosion, and he pretended it was his blasters. Mm-hmm. Like, why couldn't they do that on console? They had an Iron Man game. It didn't work very well, apparently. Well, movie games are always bad, though. Yeah. Really bad. So, um, yeah. And I think, you know, those would be cool to see. Um, It'd be cool to see that. I mean, Minecraft's kind of opened up the mods a little bit now. Like, they're doing skins, and they're doing some... You can submit on the forums ideas you have, and if they pick your idea, you can use it. You know, they'll they'll load it in the game and stuff. That's just on a game-by-game basis, but it'd be nicer... The way PlayStation embraced all the indies and stuff, it'd be nice if they took it a step farther. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that really helped the console sales a lot more because there's a lot like you know there's a lot of stuff that I want that I'm like I'll just get in a couple of years on computer and it's like oh, I should just Steam sell it. I mean those games are dirt cheap. What about Bioshock for six bucks? Mm-hmm. I mean I'm getting it for free for PlayStation, but if I didn't have it, it's normally a forty dollar game. I got it for six dollars. I downloaded it. I'm already playing it. Mm-hmm. So maybe yeah. maybe the new consoles will have better digital sales. I mean, they don't I, yet. I got I got the Fables game for free on Christmas Day or Christmas Eve or whatever it was. That was pretty nice. The first episode of Fables, but it's only for gold. Like you said, you don't have Xbox Live Gold anymore. Oh, you're talking about um, and it has the Wolf, the um, Wolf Among Us, yeah, yeah, the Telltale. So, but, I was kind of hoping that maybe on uh, what should we call it on iTunes or something, the episode two would or season two would be free for Walking Dead since that's where my save file is. Not gonna jump in on a different console. I gotta play through. That's the thing. Once you, yeah, that's the only bad part. If you could transfer your save file to some cloud and they could pull it down wherever, whatever device you're playing on, that'd be really neat. So if I'm if I jump into Fables and I dig it, then I guess I'm playing it on the Xbox. You know? That's it, huh? Yeah. You're, and then you're if they do season two, I don't know how that's gonna work. Well, you know? Xbox. So far, the only one that's really announced any kind of crossplay is uh, Diablo for PlayStation Four. They said if you buy it for play, if you buy the new expansion for four, we'll uh, we'll we'll give you three, or we'll we'll save your stuff from three. Yeah, that sucks. Is you're gonna have to pay a full sixty dollar price though. 
That's the question. Yeah, they've been really quiet about that. It's the only one I've seen. Because the regular PC one's priced at forty dollars, and you get one act, and true, just being able to go anywhere in the world at any time. See, to me, that's not really worth forty bucks. One act, one character, and some other changes to loot and shit like that doesn't to me say that's worth forty dollars to buy on PC or another sixty dollar purchase on PS4 unless you're playing it so much that you need it on four. Or, you know, or whatever, your PS3 breaks, something like that. Well, you know, now that I think about it, um, the Uplay, although they kind of got rid of they kind of gutted what it's about. You know, when you logged in Assassin's Creed, the Uplay thing? No, it didn't come up on mine. Oh, see, mine... I haven't I, put in my code Mine, yet. I put in a code and logged in and registered. I made an account from Uplay back in the Assassin's Creed 1 era. And uh, I went and played through that, and it remembered that I had played all the other ones. And it found all my old stuff... And it's like, hey, as a result of you playing before, we're going to give you all the costumes of the characters you've played before. Huh. So to m- maybe so on my 360, I need to go start it, because mostly for multiplayer, right? No, a single player. Like, I can wear, like, Connor's gear from 3, or Altair's gear from 1, or Ezio's robe from 2. Mm-hmm. All, and that's all, like, you play just capturing all that. And the thing that's interesting about all that is that's cross-platform, because... I had all the Assassin's Creeds on PlayStation 3 up until Assassin's Creed 3. Then I jumped to Xbox. Mm-hmm. And then it, it pulled them all. So that's that's you connecting to Ubisoft server somewhere. They don't care what console you have. So if it's that easy to at least see that you've played stuff, you're right. You would think the next logical step would be pull your data down too. I think so. To say that in a, in a game like Diablo should be pretty easy. You're this type of character. You have this character. He's fitted with this weapons. He has these skills already unlocked. And that's true. You know, if all they did was that and they didn't have your saved inventory, right? That would be what most people would want. Is all these characters they've spent time building up and leveling up and getting new armor for and whatever. Absolutely. I think that would be an easy way to do it and price your uh, thing for thirty dollars or something, not sixty. Yeah. Although, you know, the only console that truly has any of that backward compatibility is the Wii right now. Yeah. Where you can still play your old games. and Which is Although great. they haven't had any real franchises yet that have carried, like, the torch over where you'd have new... There's really nothing in the Nintendo universe that you carry any of that information over. So where you have, like, a save game that carried on to a next game. You always start from the beginning. And it's just the way the story mm-hmm. is designed. It wouldn't, be, it wouldn't make sense to have, like, a Zelda game with, like, all your gear from before. It defeats the purpose of having a new zelda but so well, they maybe, seem maybe dynasty warriors zelda one hyrule like warriors yeah i'm purposely not talking about the wii u so we could talk about it again another time but um yeah it, that would be interesting to see um to see if they can start doing that because when you play came out it was dumb no one liked it everyone thought it was a dumb idea you play stupid and why are, why is ubisoft like why do I have to log in and log in again? And who's managing my account? You could go to like your browser. You can go to Uplay and like sign in. But I mean, even like with the app, when you got the Assassin's Creed app, you sign I, in through Uplay. I did, but I didn't have to put in my Uplay code for Assassin's Creed Four. So maybe. Well, how did it find your? Co- sure. How did it find your guy? It connected to my Xbox via the smart glass technology. Oh, so it's I'm just assuming. got absorbed. Oh. It, said absor- it said connecting to Xbox. That's interesting. And then it connected, and then something popped up on my Xbox. See, I signed up for mine through at work. I mean, at home, on my spare time. And uh, I wasn't near my console, because my house was so big. I was in another room, not at work. I love my job. But, uh, <laughs> no, but, you know, I, um, I, was, I, was, I wasn't there, so I had to do my Uplay thing, but... You know, when they when they announced that the DRM was going to go away and all that extra pay was going to go away, um, Uplay said, okay, we're scrapping the whole Uplay idea. But now seeing that it actually is a bridge between the old stuff, and yeah, does it really matter that I can wear Connor's robes on uh, Edward Kenway? No, but it's neat, and it's recognition. And I even on the PlayStation 3, I had gotten so many, like, Uplay achievement points. I went on their Uplay store... And I got a theme for my PlayStation 3, which I currently have. It's an Assassin's Creed theme, which I had to pay, which was like free. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there was some value. I mean, it's not like amazing, but you're getting rewarded for, for staying loyal to something. And I think that's cool. I, I do appreciate that. I, I, don't see, I don't see a lot of other companies or games doing that outside of the, 
really the Club Nintendo. Um, I mean, you know, like GameStop's got their own award system, but as, as specific games, it doesn't happen. And if it if it does, it's a novelty. Like uh, Metal Gear Solid, if you had the first one and you played the second one, he would read your memory card and he'd make a joke about how you used to play the first one. It was like a neat little gimmick, but it didn't change anything ultimately. Right. I think it's going to be very, definitely interesting as the Walking Dead series goes on. Yes. And then they read the save files since now you're playing as Clementine instead of Lee. Uh, I think that'll be the most interesting thing. See how that goes. Well, it was interesting at the end of at the end of one when it's like Clementine will remember that, and then the game ends. I'm like, what's she gonna remember? Right. But now understanding now where two's it. gonna pick up, it's like, oh. Well, I'm kind of interested. I think depending on how many seasons they go through, see if Clementine ages from season to season, and then she becomes like a grown woman. Can you go then go back and radically change her personality? Yeah. You know, as these technology and seasons get through better and better sure. i think it'd be interesting to see if you can make clementine the total pushover or a total bitch well i haven't played um you haven't played the new one yet, have i you? haven't played 400 days expansion i haven't played season two episode yeah, season one. two just came out yeah I, I did the bundle last time on steam i'll probably do that again it was like that's what i'm thinking too i think it was like all five games for like five bucks or something oh mine wasn't that cheap mine was like 15 it was one of the summer sales that they mm-hmm. had so i got it really cheap but I, bl- I burned through it in like a day. I mean, it was like it was like one day I completely just knocked it out, and I was like flying through it. I really liked that game. I played through it a few times, actually, just to see all the different outcomes, just to see if like things changed. And I mean, it, it, the thing I noticed is ultimately it, it always ended the same, but I mean, the little interactions in between were different. It'll be interesting to see. But I mean, how many games within a game are you going to make? If you have a game where every action truly has another reaction, I mean, you're going to have a zillion games. Right. And that's, I mean, the development in that would be just astronomical. It'd be too much to process. I think it'd be interesting to see, like, maybe season four or five, if we get that far. Maybe there's different branching paths. And so everything kind of funnels here from season one to Clementine. And then Clementine kind of, you know, over seasons two and three, maybe there's two paths. And as you get to three, four, and five, maybe there's three paths, and maybe five, there's like five different paths. I mean, the story would be the same. She'd still be interacting maybe with the same characters, but her character's talk and interaction would be totally different. Maybe you have like a range of Clementine from like one to five being a pushover to total bitch, you know? And I think that would be interesting. One of the games, it was a very small uh, level of that, and you haven't even played it yet, but um, Dishonored. Depending on how you play Dishonored drastically affects the final level. It really the the ending changes, the uh, the the level changes, the everything changes based on based on you. So it is within their power to do something. Now it's not that expansive. There are some choices you don't even realize you're making them. It's not like Walking Dead. Like, do you want to do this or right. this? And a lot of times you don't even realize. I think one of the joys with Walking Dead is. A lot of those were kind of ambiguous choices. Like, I didn't realize at the end of, I think it was episode two, when you get the car, when you steal the groceries from the car, like, that's considered a bad thing to do. Right. I just figured it was an abandoned car, take it. I didn't think, like, there was some guy, like, you know, he came back and all his food was gone and everybody's... Right. I just was like, hey, food. But he comes back later and he does what he does, but if you didn't steal his food, wouldn't he still come back? I don't think he. I think yeah. Again, that's what I mean. The, the ultimate, this, the ultimate outcome is the same. He probably just wouldn't have said the line like, "Hey, I'm hungry." Like, <laughs> he'd have been eating a candy bar or something. You I stole am, my groceries. I'm full from all Instead the. Instead, it would have been, "You stole my tires." Right. Like exactly. So, we won't take his groceries. We'll take his tire. Right. So, <laughs> that's the you know that that's something that I've been thinking about in video games. Uh, I've been writing blogs about um, the morality of morality choices in games and how they affect it. And some of these decisions, and it, I'm hoping again, uh, wish list for next gen that they fix that or they they expand on it better. Well, let me know how uh, Mass Effect is once you finish it all, because that's apparently the the king of morality choices or something, right? Yeah, I don't want to I, I don't want to give anything away to anyone who hasn't played it, so I'm not even gonna tell you any of the choices or anything. But um, it was a it did say it from two to one. I'm on halfway through two. Um, I've definitely impacted that world. No doubt about it. I've and I've done I've done like global changes in that world that I didn't even it didn't even dawn on me I was doing them at the time. It's not like Shepard will remember that. Like it just happens and <laughs> it's the heat of the moment. Decisions are made and it's like oh okay and then you totally forget about it. And I think that's kind of the neat thing is 
when they don't really like highlight this huge, you know, like a infamous, like an infamous, it was like the screen would turn like black and white and it was like, or, you know, red and blue and red was like, do you want to punch a baby in the face or do you want to give a kid a candy cane? Or like one or the other. It was, it was immediate reaction as where this one was, it was more spaced out and you do things and later on you're like, oh, okay. Which you still have to play, by the way, Brian, I haven't played again. I know. Once you get through Dishonored. I gotta get through. Once you gotta get through Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed, Batman, Batman. then Dishonored. Dishonored's third on the list though? Yeah. It'd probably be a shorter play, right? Uh, Batman and... It depends how much you put into it. If you're going through... It's not open world, right? It's linear, like a shooter. Semi-open world. It's guided open world. There's... There's um. There's not as many side things or quest items to get. They are, but they're more hidden. You have to find them if you want them. Like they'll be like your mission is to go to like this this street. Okay. And if you go down another street, there might be a side dungeon that they don't guide you to and say, "Hey, there's a side dungeon." You just stumble across it. And a lot of the, what I really liked about Dishonor was a lot of the clues, in game are, um, you don't realize they're clues at the time. It's not like you find a piece of paper and it, it's in your quest inventory and it says. This is a vault. This is the code to the locker. Right. You'll just be looking around and you'll see a number scribbled on the wall. And then later on, you'll see a locker and you're like, oh, that must have been a combination. So you have to really pay attention to your surroundings. I think that's, I think that's really cool. And I think they're making a sequel based on how successful it was. So mm-hmm. it's good. You need to play it. I will play it. You should. Cool. So what we got to talk about next time is the um, Wii U stuff. Oh, I was going to ask you real quick before I go. What is your favorite game of this year? And you can't say Black Flag because it's mine. <laughs> and I got a lot of heat on my blog. I haven't played Black Flag enough to say I got it's a heat. My I got a lot of heat on my blog, which you can go to at, I'll tell you the URL because I forgot it already. Do you remember my URL? No, I don't. It is jasafat, J-A-S-E-F-A-T dot blogspot dot com. And I wrote my post. Which made sense when that was your Xbox name, but... That's no longer your PS4 name. Yeah, it's totally my different. old Viper Magic is old school back on PlayStation. That's fine. I'm okay with that. Um, I wrote a blog on my favorite game of the year. And even though I said StarCraft II was my game of the year, Wings of Liberty, which is amazing because it opened up the whole eSport world to me. Um, I loved it and I still play it. Didn't that come out 2012? StarCraft Two did the expansion came out this year. Heart of the Swarm came out earlier this year. Oh, okay. And uh, really good story, amazing cinematics. Um, That was my ultimate. If I had to pick one game of the year, but to appease the console, I did say, okay, my console, (laughs) my console brethren, I will give you my my blessing on Assassin's Creed Four as the best best game of the year, and 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 competition along with Grand Theft Auto, the open world idea. But a pirate game with boats and all the exploration and everything that goes with it, hands down. I really haven't played a whole bunch of games this year. Um, most of the stuff I've been playing was on the iOS system. Maybe your game of the year is an iOS game. Maybe it's an iOS game. How about like top five? That way you're not limiting yourself. Okay, so I got I liked Diablo on console, but I haven't put in a bunch of hours into it. When's the last time you played it? Uh, okay, good. Next game? Right. <laughs> November. And see, I think that's maybe the problem is I beat it one time, and that's kind of my my thing is I'll beat a game one time, whereas I don't have the tendency to go back into them. Like, I've played the campaigns on Modern Warfare 1, 2, and 3 maybe right. three or four, three times each. Um, wow. But as far as spending a lot of time in multiplayer, maybe a little bit, probably more on 3 than any of the other games. Yeah. Um, Batman Arkham City, I played the story twice I played that game twice oh. um, and the second time was only because I didn't really remember it enough to say that I wanted to go into that Harley's Revenge DLC um, that I got so that's why I replayed that and kind of rushed through everything just to get to the end of the story so I could play the Harley Quinn's Revenge so um, and I'm looking at my game titles and I'm like I don't really you know these are the games I got for like last Christmas um, well, how about just games you played this year? Like, so games some that really stuck. And not even this sh- I mean, I know we already did the list of generation stuff, but okay, this so year, games this you year, played. 2013. Even if they didn't come out in 2013. Um, games you played this year that really had an impact on Real Racing 3 on iOS and Android. It is a free racing game. It's free to play. You did play it. Um, like. I did play a lot. I played it, you know, at home. I played it what, slow days. I played it at lunch. Um, 
you know, I played it while watching television. It's short tracks, you know, um, but there's a lot of different race cars. It's kind of like the Forza. I, I would equate it to the equivalent of Forza, except on mobile devices. There's cars from Ford, there's cars from Nissan, all the way up to Bugatti, Maserati. They're constantly adding cars and updates to this game. Mm-hmm. Now, there is a, a pay-to-play component as uh, if you don't want to spend the time to earn all this car money or car gold, uh, you can buy it. But I have not spent any money in this game. I've just been playing it over and over and over again, racing these things. And it's easy enough that you press the screen to brake, how I have it right now, and I have a little bit of traction control and auto braking, and I turn the iPad 2 or phone, uh, I'm playing on my iPad, and I turn to, tur- to steer. And that's really nice because it has a gyroscope. Um, so I, I played that a ton. Um, also, I have to say um, the Injustice mobile game. I played a lot more than I played the actual really? Injustice fighting game. Really? Just simply because it's mobile, because it was easy to jump into, in and out. And they were having things... Uh, I think what can't be playing that game was... Yeah. I haven't even beat all the, the main missions yet. Um, just because I don't have enough, uh, like, leveled up, maxed out leveled characters. But they were introducing DLC characters for free, and all you had to do was beat their challenges. So they introduced challenge levels, so I had a bunch of characters from there. Now, if I wanted to go and beat these levels, I'd have to grind and build these characters up to level 40. Uh, Most of them are at like 25 or something like that right now, just to beat the next story ongoing missions and stuff like that. I don't know if I'll ever do that, but I haven't deleted it from my iPad because I know it's it's an easy experience. It's tap the screen, you know, Um, but it's... I don't know. There's something about that that I played more time in that game than I did Assassin's Creed or not Assassin's Creed Infinity Blade 2 which is kind of similar um, so I haven't played Infinity Blade 3 yet but uh, I, I deleted Infinity Blade 2 I lost interest people were saying there's multiple paths and I'm like there's one path I didn't I didn't see the multiple paths or anything like that um, so and, I, and I, I like the DC characters I guess is probably a big reason of you know I know I'm fighting somebody I recognize rather than you know, a different generation of some random monster, uh, like in the Infinity Blade series. So, that'd be that. Um, console, I did like Injustice. I am liking Assassin's Creed. And uh, Diablo, I liked. So, those, those are the games I played this year. Uh, not a whole ton, as much as you, I guess, but I did spend a lot of time in these, uh, these iOS games. And, you know, San Andreas, Grand Theft Auto, really enjoying that on the iPad right now. Um, driving is a little difficult. It took me a while to win that first race in that game. Yeah. And I don't think I'll ever do another race in that game just because it's so difficult to, you know, even the guys in the game are crashing all over each other. So it's not really a true racing simulator, but it's difficult enough getting around that uh, I'm not going to say that I'm going to try and get any best times or anything like that. Right. So I guess that's those are my games of the year. 2013. Don't you think it's funny a game called Grand Theft Auto you don't like driving? Like that kind of is like I know, I know. It actually is, I'm sure it's a lot different and you actually have a controller. It's very very different than the controller because your one thumbstick controls the camera, one thumbstick controls right. the car. You could drift, you could get uh, you could get the um, hydraulics. It's hard you could to do, do that on the on the virtual controller. You could get the hydraulics where like if you want to do like a really power turn, you could lower the cars not only turn oh. left, but you could lower the car down and like really crank around corners and I did not know that. You could jump and hop and stuff. And there's competitions to do that in the game as well. And that was something that was really a neat feature. So yeah. What's the one thing you're looking most forward to? this generation any game or any idea or concept for me it's a social aspect I'm looking forward to getting a new generation console I guess that's the one one thing I'm looking forward for but uh, I'm kind of waiting on a game to make me say that I gotta go get it because seems I know Titanfall is coming out Infamous Second Son yes those are we're starting to get into only exclusives but I'm kind of seeing that uh, maybe the 360's got some life left in it you know um, and same thing with the PS3. I think there's still going to be more games coming out for those. Any chance that you or get any a old ports for? that are going to get it? Um, there's always a chance. I think it's too early to tell. Still, you're waiting it out. I'm am still going to wait it out a little bit. I mean, I I got games to play. I got the these three games. You do. I got to 
played through the Mass Effect trilogy, apparently. Uh, I still want to play Splinter Cell, Blacklist. And uh, then I'll be probably ready to go and jump ship. I got Tomb Raider, too. The Tomb Raider as well. I haven't played it yet. You can borrow it when I'm done. Oh, for 360? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I want to play that one. It's still in the original wrapping. (laughs) That looks pretty good, too. I was thinking about that. And I want to play Grand Theft Auto V, so... I think this uh, console's got another so you're deal no, left you're in no, it. You're no rush. I'm in no rush, no. When Second Son comes out, I'll ask you this again. There's, you not, there's not really any when game out amazing. now. No, right or now. Or that's coming out that I'm like, On this date, you know, December, drooling to play. December 27th, no. Um, come when, when you see Second Son come out, that'll be the first real... Well, I guess Rise, Son of Rome was, but it wasn't very well received. Forza, yes, um, and even walk uh, Left for Dead, not Left for Dead. Um, Dead Rising Three. Dead Rising Three, which didn't sell as well as they wanted, but I think you're going to see the first triple A exclusive title next year with Second Son first, and then right after that you're going to see Titanfall, and that I think that's when you, I think that's when people are really going to start talking about these consoles. If they're not, I mean the hardcore enthusiasts like me already got them. We're done. But for the casual, more casuals, um, I think those two games are going to really define. You're going to really start to see a lot of people gain interest with some of the stuff they can do, because those were built from the ground up with the intention of being solely. Now these crossover titles is just straight development for this game, and not like a budget one. And I I know people get mad when I say this, but Rise was a budget game. I think I don't think it was a great. It didn't come out with any great reviews. It so. didn't come out. It got panned. It's in the almost reviews. like what what did they spend their time on? I don't know. So, all right. We'll see. All right, folks, that wraps us up. Jim, you want to give your blog again? Uh, I forgot it. Um, jcfat.blogspot.com. Yes, yes, and check it out and comment and read. And I'm up to over 5,000 unique views now. Good job. Probably mostly, well, not unique. That'd be me. I'd be, me and Brent would be too. So there's 4,998 of you out there somewhere. <laughs> They're listening and are writing me nasty emails occasionally. Thank you. But I stand firm in my decisions, and it's okay. We, we can agree to disagree. What if you pick something else? Like People were mad it wasn't uh, bio. I got a lot, of, a lot of hate was about not Grand Theft Auto. It wasn't even on my list, and they were mad, because it wasn't even my runner-up. You haven't even played it, so how could it be on your list? That's what I, I didn't care about it. That's what I, but people get mad when you, how do you not care? I'm like, because I've already, I've already played it. That's what made... Four so good was that it was the same formula totally turned on its head, totally new world. Five Grand Theft Auto Five is the same as four, is the same as three, two, one. Mm-hmm. I don't care what people say. That's my wife, probably. It's buzzing. All right, and with that, <laughs> we're out. See you later.